in the journey of this young man, he learned something so valuable that there are no shortcuts. And to self-mastery, you need to have the consistency and commitment and sincerity. There are no shortcuts to mastery. This story is going to entertain you. This story is going to bring some insights for your own life, for your own journey. I can promise you by the end of this podcast, you're not just going to enjoy this beautiful story, but also going to learn some profound messages from Yoga Sutra and the philosophy of Upanishads how the mind is the supreme in the human experience. Hi, I am Manoyogi, your friend and the host of Restoring Balance podcast. And I welcome you on this journey, this beautiful story. And it goes like this. Once in the northern part of India, just at the foothills of the Himalayas, there was a small village. In the village, there was a young man. And this young man was infamous for being the laziest person in the village. Luckily, this young man was privileged. He had a family background, rich and wealthy. So he did not have to work so hard to survive. He was just you're getting along day by day, just starting and stay late in the morning, just doing bits and pieces here, exploring things and just looking for the next stimulation that I can find. See, this is what unknowingly we also have in our life, that we are just having a comfort in our life. But at the same time, there is something inside us that is driving us to kind of look for the next thing. Maybe this is something for me or this is. The same this young man was doing. People used to advise him, hey, do something with your life. Find something to do. And he just had the opinion of those people who used to advise him, hey, they're jealous of me and they just can't handle that I am from a wealthy family and I deserve to have this beautiful life in my way. Well, he just had enough of the people advising him and probing him that what are you doing nowadays and he just had no answer for that so he started just kind of looking for the next thing and he came across to yoga and tantra he got very interested and he realized that wow just by yoga and and tantra one can receive supernatural abilities as well well, he started to explore not just for not just yoga. His, he was looking for those supernatural abilities because he decided he wanted to teach the lessons to those people who just are jealous of him and advise him all the time and tease him all the time. And exploring this path, he learned and he heard from somebody that up in the Himalayas, there is a cave. And in the cave lives a realized yogi. And this yogi has supernatural abilities. This yogi can float in the air. This yogi knows the future. This yogi has all the supernatural 
abilities that is mentioned in the Patanjali Yoga Sutra. And that fascinated this young man. He decided he want to have the supernatural abilities. And for that, he need to go and visit this yogi and learn something from him. So he packs his bag and off he go on his journey, climbing up the mountains. Never in his life he walked that much. And here he is trekking through the jungles and going up and up in the upper part of the Himalayas. After many days of endurance, hard work, he was able to reach to this place, this cave that he can see. You see, when you are desperate, when you have a motive, your body will obey you. You will do everything what it takes to do things. Right? Just remember something in your life when you really want to, to do something, how you wake up early in the morning, especially, you know, when you have a flight to catch for your holidays, four in the morning, you will be promptly waking up at two in the morning, just fresh and getting ready and off you go. So if he was in that state where he just knew that, you know, this is the thing he want because he want to prove the people from his village wrong. And for that, he is doing everything. Reaching outside this cave, he realized that, yeah, right, I am here. I have arrived. So proud of himself, he slowly reached to the entrance of the cave, but afraid to go inside because it's dark inside. Finally, he gathered himself up. He is desperate. He really wants something for himself. So he built up the courage and walk inside the cave. After a few meters in, he see a small lamp and in the shadow, he see a person on a rock sitting with a cross leg. And looking very closely, he see that in the yogi who is sitting in his deep meditation. So he quietly sit down in front of the yogi and very gracefully waiting for the yogi to open his eyes. But the yogi is not opening up his eyes. The patience of this young man is exhausted. He start to make noise, moving around and start to hum something because he want yogi to know that there is a person in front of him. Well, after some time, yogi slowly, slowly start to catch up with his breath and start to open his eyes gently and slowly. With his open eyes, the yogi look at this young man who is sitting in front of him with his hands in front of the heart center in Anjali Mudra. And the yogi smiles. This realized yogis, this realized yogi already know why this young man is here, but he's so graceful. He just smiled and asked this young man, who are you and what are you doing here? This young man introduced himself. I am the son of so-and-so from that village. And I heard about you and I came to you all the way, having a journey of three days 
because I want to learn what you know. The yogi looked at this young man, smiled and asked him, What do you mean, what I know? The young man says, Well, I heard a lot about you, that you have supernatural abilities. You can float in the air. You can see the future. You can read the mind. You can manifest the material from the thin air. And you got to teach me that. I came from so far. I did everything that I could to reach to you. And you owe me that much. Please teach me your supernatural abilities. The yogi smile and with a pause, looking at this young man, having a pity in the eye and saying, my dear, they are all rumors. There are no supernatural powers. They all are rumors. The young man is not only proud of himself, but also stubborn. His tone starts to change because he is desperate. He says, Dear Yogi, I take you as my master. You have to teach me something that bring me supernatural abilities that I can have and something from you. I came this far and I will not go until unless I get this from you. The yogi just laughed loudly. Said, fine. If this is you want, let us do it. Tomorrow, before the sunrise, take a bath in the flowing stream of the river and come to me. I will teach you something. This young man is so happy and proud of himself. He said, absolutely fine, let's do it. So he bowed down to the yogi and off he go out from the cave. And the next early morning, never in his life, this young man woke up before the sunrise. But here he is, desperate and really want something, not for his self-growth, but to prove everybody wrong. He goes to this flowing stream of water. The water is coming from the glaciers, ice cold, never in his life he took bath in cold water. And here he is doing everything because he is desperate. Taking a bath and after that, off he go to the cave, right there and ready and bow down to the yogi and says, my master, I'm here to learn from you. The yogi was in the meditation and with a smile opening his eyes, fine. As I promised, you sit near me, Upanishad, sitting close to the master. So the young man is sitting and the yogi gave him a mantra. Mantra is powerful. Mantra is, is, a, is a way that how you're reciting something because the words has power. You're reciting a mantra in a particular way that is 
creating a particular vibration. So the mantra itself is a deep science and is correlated with, with Tantra, which is the absolute fastest way for your self-realization. However, Tantra is something that comes with the lineage because it's, it's carrying this lineage and the wisdom and the energy of the great masters. So, this young man learned a special mantra from this yogi. And yogi also gave him a mala and saying, you recite this mantra for 1008 times using this mala. And after you have completed reciting this mantra, you are going to receive the supernatural abilities to read the minds of the people and having them work according to your will. And this is it. He, this man was so happy that he now is going to prove everybody wrong and he will be the best man in his village. As the lesson is finished, this young man just about to leave and the yogi says, there is a condition. There is a condition. When you are reciting this mantra, there is a condition. And the young man just yet deliberately stops and says, what is the condition? The yogi says, when you are reciting the mantra, make sure not to think about a monkey. As soon you think about a monkey, you start again from zero. Otherwise, the mantra is not going to work. The young man, with his open eyes, with wide open eyes, looking and gazing at the yogi from top to bottom, and says, fine, that's easy, no problem, I accept it. And he bowed down to the yogi and leave. This young man is so excited, so happy, he pack his bag, take the mala, and go down the hill, reaching to the valleys, and finally, in half the day, he already almost in the foothills. He's so excited, he's so happy that he got what he wanted. And now, he just can't wait to sit down and have the supernatural ability to recite the mantra for 1008 time and go to his village and prove everybody wrong. See how desperate he is. He's going down the hill super fast, not because he can, but he has a motive and the motive is to prove everybody wrong and show to the people that he is better than them. So shallow. Let's go forward. So this man, he reached to a place where he is looking around. Everybody looks, everything looks safe. And he, he thinks this is the right place for me to sit down and recite my mantra and be done with it. Fine. He opened his mat and sit down with the mala in the hand and sit down in the position that the yogi told him to sit in Padmasana have a mala on the right hand, and with the closed eyes, start to recite the mantra. 
as the young man started, he got deep into the vibration of the mantra, halfway there. And then the monkey popped. He automatically got a thought of a monkey. And as soon as he did that, he just, oh, he realized he had to start again. He started again to recite the mantra and within five minutes, monkey popped. Second monkey popped. Ah, oh, start again. Within two minutes, many monkeys are coming in his mind. He start again, one minute and more monkeys. And now he reached to a stage where he just start and the monkeys and finally his mind is occupied by the monkeys. He just got so frustrated and so angry. So, ah, oh, this old man, and this old man is not a yogi anymore. This old man cheated me. He fooled me, and I'm going to go up and teach him a lesson. He's so angry and desperate to go and see this yogi and teach him a lesson. In his anger, back his back and he just climbed up the hills in double the pace. You see, anger is a great emotion. Anger is the most powerful emotion. But we don't know how to use it right way. Anger is so much more powerful than love but we don't know how to use it. We should never suppress anger. We must learn how to transmute the energy of anger to create something, to bring ourselves to the next level. But what we do, that we just exhaust ourselves outward with anger to hurt ourselves and everybody around us. And it is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita that anger is something that every time you're angry, you are just bringing your karma to negative. Anger is the worst expression when it's expressed outward to hurt others. It is the secret how to transmute the energy of anger for your benefit, to improve something in you, to bring profound change in you. You know, if you stay angry for a long period and you know how to transmute your anger, you can realize yourselves way faster than an average sadhak yogi. So what he is doing, what this young man is doing with the anger, that he is going up the hill, shooting up like rocket. He's using his anger because he wants to hurt. He wants to teach somebody a lesson. And now this yogi, the great master, is not master anymore. Just an old man and he wants to teach him the, him the lesson. One-fourth of the day, he reached up the hill near the cave, walking furiously and seeing the yogi is standing outside, doing his bits and pieces, and he stand in front of the yogi, present himself and say, you old man, you fooled me, 
you cheated me. I came here from so far, doing so much hard work. And I, all I wanted from you to learn something good. And you have fooled me. Yogi just smiled so gracefully because he know why he's here. But he still asked him, what happened? I gave you the mantra. What happened? That's what you wanted, no? Say, yes, you gave me the mantra, but you also told me not to think about the monkey. And all I can think of is the monkey. I am occupied by the monkeys. You have cheated me. The yogi laughed. And this man, he's just so furious, like he's just burning, so furious and looking at this yogi and just thinking, is he mad or something? And the yogi look at this boy, this young man, and says, my son, this is it. You have learned something so valuable. This is it. And the young man so confused say, this is it? What? Say, no mantra, no yantra, no tantra, no yoga can help you until unless you learn how to tame your mind. Because your mind is your worst enemy and it can be your best friend. So tame the mind. And this young man, listening that, light bulb pops on top of his hand, his eyes wide open, and he frees. Tears are coming out from his eyes. And he bowed down to this yogi because this young man learned the lesson. And the lesson is that your mind is the creator. You've got to tame your mind. Only then everything is possible. When you tame your mind, you realize that you don't need to seek anything supernatural. You are already supernatural. You are already limitless. And this is the great lesson this young man learned bidding his goodbye to the yogi, off he go back to his village. And it is said, later in the years, this young man became a great yogi, a great scholar, and he served his people because he realized that he is already limitless. He just need to tap into this space, taming his mind. This story is so profound and so simple and so dramatic. You can correlate this story with the Patanjali Yoga Sutra. And this is the sutra number two of the chapter one. Yoga Chitta Vritti Nirodha. Yoga 
is the remedy to reduce the fluctuations of the mind. What are the fluctuations of the mind? The habits, the unconscious and the subconscious patterns, the traumas, the behavior, and the tendencies to fluctuate, to overthink, underthink, self-doubt, jealousy, laziness, lie, overeating, overstimulations. These all can be cured by yoga. Yoga chitta vritti nirodaha. Yoga is the solution. It's incredible how in Patanjali Yoga Sutra, the Sutra number two, Sage Patanjali is already opening up the secret. This is brilliant. And this story relate with totally with the Sutra number two of the first chapter of Yoga Sutra. This is brilliant. And this is how we need to think of yoga. That yoga is a discipline, which is the verse number one of the Yoga Sutra. Atha Yoga Anushasanam. Yoga is the discipline. And the verse number two, the discipline of the mind that remove the fluctuations of the mind. How beautiful it is that a great ancient scientist is already establishing with the argument, what is yoga, and then explaining step by step everything. In Patanjali Yoga Sutra, it is also clearly mentioned that when you are on the path of yoga, the eight siddhi, ashd siddhi, eight supernatural abilities will also come. They are not coming from the sky or from somewhere else. They are within you. You just get so calm like the still lake, that you can see yourself as the mirror in the lake. And Sage Patanjali says those eight supernatural abilities are the bargains for you to distract you from the path of yoga, to kind of discount you, but they will bring you on the wrong path. Your path is to realize yourself and the self-realization is not one day event it's a journey day by day you get better and better it's like improving one percent every day your competition is with yourself what you were on yesterday what you are on today are you improving are you getting better this is it <laughs>